Thank you for joining another episode of Woke Women Writing. I am your host, Michaela. Um, I so I tried to record yesterday on a different topic that I am talking about today. I was trying to do uh episode sixteen, Life Short Dump Them, and then I started crying because I realized wake up little trigger for me, and I have a really hard time uh, discussing like being dumped and dumping people and then it w- I started crying during recording and then I took a shower and I tried to record again and I was like you know what I'm just gonna talk about like things I've done in the past year I've been single like the accomplishments I've done without a partner and then I started crying again because I was like holy shit I've been single for almost a year and I was like you know what I'm not having fun doing this and it's my podcast I can do what I want and I don't want to be crying and I don't want to be discussing a topic that triggers me um and so that wasn't so nice so then I went to bed and now I'm recording in the morning uh so that's why it's a little late again uh, but it's mine you know so that was yesterday I was crying a lot but yeah other than that I had a pretty nice weekend um I saw some family members that I've not seen in a very long time, probably since I was, like, 15 years old or so, 16. Um, and that was really, really nice. We had, like, a nice little Airbnb down in South Carolina, and it was, like, my grandmother's 80th birthday. Yeah. So we had a small little get-together, COVID-ish, safe-ish, with that, and I made it. I learned how to make apple pie with my aunt, and it was really nice. And then um, we drove back up the eight hours to get back to Virginia. Yeah. Um, So that was very nice. But yeah, so then I was going to try to do chapter 17. And I realized I didn't have much to talk about that either. And it was all about um, how you don't need to get married. And I've been having a lot of anxiety the past few months about how I do need to get married. And how my sister was married when she was 21 and how my mom was like engaged to my dad for like at least a couple of years when she was 21 there was a cousin that I I just met at like this family get together and my mom says something along the lines of last time I met him I was 19 which means she was meeting like distant relatives of my dad when she was 19 when they were dating so I think she just needs to be more careful about, like, when she says things with ages around me. Because that makes me feel like I'm really far behind. So I couldn't really discuss the, the you don't need to get married chapter. Because in my head I'm like, oh no, I do need to get married. And I actually need to get married really, really soon. Uh, or else I'm going to be behind. And it's like a whole shit show in my head. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go to chapter 18. <laughs> Let's just jump around. Why not? So this is something that I could talk about a little bit more than relationships and marriage and things that I don't have a good comprehension on. Um, Yeah, so this one is chapter 18 because I skipped two chapters and it's called Stop Assuming. So this was all about, you know, don't assume. It was mostly about don't assume people's genders, right? Which I feel like is something we do quite often. And... The first thing I wanted to point out was, like, we pick up on, like, appearances 
and body language and then we assume based on that versus that should kind of be like the the first assessment but not like a fact you know like I remember I was I think I was shopping at Lush with a girlfriend and someone was assisting us you know it was kind of COVID so they had to like show us the products and stuff and my friend was like was that a gay man or is that a transgender man or like who was helping us and I was kind of like oh I didn't even I didn't it doesn't matter and I was really confused about why she wanted an answer from me because I was like I mean and this is kind of when I got on like more gay TikTok and I was like I I don't care and I don't really wonder either like if it's a man, if it's a woman, if it's non-binary, it's, I shouldn't say it's, they, 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 like, those cues should just be the first signal, and we shouldn't assume just in those, how somebody dresses, because people can dress day to day, you know, like, Harry Styles was on the cover of Vogue in this beautiful dress, and it was so cool, and, you know, but, Harry Styles still, what do you call it, um, identifies as a man. His gender expression can just be a little bit different sometimes. And we shouldn't assume just because Harry Styles wears a dress, Harry Styles is, um, identifies as a woman. That's not correct. You know? And just because somebody dresses a certain way, that doesn't mean that that is their gender. And I also wanted to get into the differences between sex and gender, with sex being like the, what's, like, your private areas, right? That is like your biological sex. And your gender has nothing really to do with that. And it can match, you know, you have a certain level of privilege if it does match. For instance, I was born with the sex of female and I do identify as a woman and so that's the same but that's not the same for everybody and there's a certain level of privilege and also a high level of safety that comes with with that matching and that being the same like yeah you know and so when women are dressed in like a feminine way it's kind of assumed that they're straight you know and like we assume femininity is performed exclusively for men so it's like well of course she's straight she is looking feminine she has long hair she's wearing a dress if she was gay or queer or whatever you know she would be dressed more masculine when that's not correct. That's not correct at all. And it's like, I feel like in society, when two gay women, and I'm saying this as like a cis straight person, so you know, take it with a grain of salt, but when two straight, no, two gay women, they both are feminine, it's like people are like, oh, well, who's the, you know, who's the masculine looking one when that's not the case? Like, gender expression, gender identity, uh, sexuality, all 
all on spectrums. You know, I actually had a conversation with a friend about, like, the sexuality being on a spectrum. And how I'm straight, but I really don't want to be straight. And I could lie somewhere on a spectrum, I just haven't met, like, a girl I vibe with yet. And I want that to be the case. But I also don't want to, like, only seek out women because I'm sick of men. And I feel like that's where I'm at now, and I just, like, want to be on the spectrum because men have just screwed me over. So, yeah. Oh, this is actually something interesting I wanted to bring up. So, I'm doing my graduation project because I'm a smart student and I'm going to graduate soon. Well, soon as in three semesters, but still. And I'm doing a project on Intertoys, which is a Dutch toy store. And... Like, I wanted to deconstruct the way that this toy store is laid out based on children's sex. You know? Like, having all the girl toys in one section with the pinks and the purples and all the boy toys in another section with the blues. You know? And I remember I was interviewing an old teacher of mine who had uh, two little girls, two daughters. And I was asking her about this, and she was like, I hate it, you know, because one of my girls, she doesn't like the dolls, and she wants, like, the quote-unquote boy toys. She wants the trucks and action figures and the superheroes, and it confuses her why they are not next to the toys that her sister likes and why it's in a different section. And basically, I just want to dismantle that whole idea in this toy store and instead have it sectioned out by age group, you know, having, like, maybe tween toys, like, headphones and, uh, video games in one section, and then, like, just having all of them together based on age, so you can go where your kid, you know, where the age is instead of, like, boy-girl toys. I was doing research on this, and I think it was, not Hasbro, but Mabel, Mabel? who makes Barbies, and they made a non-binary Barbie, and they had, like, it was still in the beta testing, but they had these children who also <laughs> looked very non-binary, if I do say so myself, but again, that is assuming, uh, play with this Barbie that, and you could switch the hair so you could make the hair shorter or longer, and it was different outfits, and it was really fun. And I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. This is so 2021. Like, go Barbie. Like, that was just, like, a really cool thing. Yeah. So, we should just... And yeah, when I was a child, I loved Legos. I was such a Legos kid. And it was in, like, the boy section of, like, Toys R Us. Or Target. Or whatever. And I don't know if I noticed that as a child. But, like, I remember getting dolls for, like, um, for, like, a birthday. Like, when I was in elementary school, a, a friend gave me a present, and it was a doll, and I never played with dolls before, so I didn't know what to do with it. But the boy who lived across the street, who I was best friends with when I was a child, he was really into dolls. So I would just give him... <laughs> Um, my dolls and he would give me his like Legos or like building sets or whatever I think we got like this dragon 
building set from from that family so we were breaking gender norms as like freaking seven-year-olds back then yes we were um okay there was this example of like when you're holding a baby or somebody had a baby or you see a baby like at a restaurant you say like oh he's so cute she's so cute and you're almost like scared to offend the parent by getting the gender wrong because all babies look the same all babies look the same you can't tell a baby's like whatever just from their face you have to like look in the diaper and that's kind of invasive if you ask me um and i remember i was working at a restaurant here in my hometown and there was a baby and I saw a, the parents put a bracelet on the baby's wrist. So I said, oh, she's so cute, or she's adorable, or something along those lines. And the mom was like, it's a him. And I was like, oh, my apologies. The, the bracelet threw me off. That's, you know, the, that's why I said she it threw me off. And the mom said something along the lines of, like, the bracelet being good it had like a certain material a rock or something to help with the balance of this kid while he was learning to walk i don't know how accurate uh that is but just the fact that i saw a bracelet and assumed it was a little girl you know now i'm thinking back on that i'm like huh but again i was like 17 so you live and you learn and i don't know if babies know what gender or sex they are anyway you know like at what point do kids or babies realize that they're in one man-made binary that's that'd be interesting to to see if it's like when they start going toy shopping or wearing certain clothes or oh no and also the fact that uh there's like a female artist or the female this is a female comedian that's a big one i hear often when there's no like male doctor or or male pilot it's always female pilot female plumber as if we need to label our gender before our profession you know like these titles that i guess were predominantly given to men it's like a you have to specify as a woman. But right now, I'm just a student. I don't say, oh, I'm a female student. But honestly, there's more women in my school than men by, like, a lot, lot, lot. I mean, there are a few men speckled in there, but not many. So it sounds silly saying, oh, I'm a female student. And it should sound that silly when you say something like a female comedian. You know, I think that's... That's something that we need to to change. I think it slowly is changing, but not fully yet. Oh, and also, assuming race in care like fictional characters. So I noticed this when I was reading the book Little Fires Everywhere. My mom watched the TV show. I think it was on Amazon Prime. So I read the book. She watched the TV show at the same time. So we were kind of discussing it, and. I assume, like, the mom character, I think she's the mother of the girl named Pearl, I want to say. I assume she was white because she was an artist, and that's bad. But I was like, oh, she's an artist, she has the, I don't know where 
where my thought process was. Like, I just assumed she was white. And then, like, in the TV show, she's black. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, of course she was black. Because then it got really weird because the white rich family wanted to hire her as, like, a cleaner. And it gave, like, this racy kind of vibe when the white mom of the rich family was like, oh, I'm doing her such a favor by hiring her, by having her clean the house and having her cook for my kids. I'm doing her a favor and giving her money that she needs. And it was such, like, a, a racy type of situation. But when I was reading it, she was white because she was an artist. And I guess I just haven't seen enough black artists um, portrayed in the media or portrayed in TV or movies or something. So that's on me, assuming that she was white. And it may have also, it probably also said she was black in the book. But I guess I just glimpsed over that, which is like an important thing not to glimpse over. And I think even Hermione was supposed to be dark-skinned in the books, because I feel like I've seen fan art of her, like, having this big fuzzy hair and being, like, darker skinned, and in the movie she got, like, whitewashed. So, I don't know. Um, also, back to assuming, so, assuming sexuality. So when I was at, like, this little family get-together, and I told my mom, and I was like, Mommy, I don't want grandma to ask me if I'm dating because as we know that is a trigger for me and it's not a healthy topic I want to discuss and my mom said well she might and I was like I don't want her to and not only did she ask me if I was dating she asked me if I had a boyfriend my grandma assumed I was straight and I don't want anybody assuming that I'm straight because I don't like the fact that I'm straight I wish I wasn't. I know that it comes with a lot of privilege saying that because, like, gay people get oppressed all the time. Um, but I wish I was more confident in where I lie in that spectrum. But, like, I came in wearing, like, a jumpsuit and my short hair. Like, I feel like my gender expression is a bit all over the place with the way I do my hair and the clothes that I wear. Um, I like to identify my expression in the way that, like, I dress sometimes as non-binary because I don't want to, I don't want somebody looking at my closet and assuming where I lie. And I like dressing in a way that if you only saw the clothes, you wouldn't really know, like, who this person is. So... Like, I don't, I'm not super feminine. Like, I have short hair and I love my short hair. But she still assumed I was freaking straight and asked if I had a boyfriend. And I'm like, I hate men. No, I don't want a boyfriend. I mean, I don't want to look for a boyfriend because it's exhausting. So, no, I kind of like just said something along the lines of like, oh, no, I'm too busy studying. I'm the only grandkid in school, but somehow you can't keep track of that anyway. We don't like her. We're not a fan of her. But we're a fan of, like, her brother and, like, other fun relatives. But, yeah. Freaking grandma assuming I'm straight. But, 
yeah uh, let me see where I'm at um this came out a lot better than what I tried to do yesterday because what I tried to do yesterday like you could hear my voice shaking and you could just like uh feel my energy being so negative and so sad but yeah so we only have one more chapter of this book um I think it's called check your privilege and then I got a new book for this uh, I think it's called unladylike and I'm really excited about that one I think that one's less um reflective like this one is and more informative so I'll be very excited to be sharing like some new facts that I learned with you guys and there's like really cute illustrations so I'll try to like I see if I can kind of explain that a little bit, uh, but I do think I'm going to take a little bit of break in between seasons to get some better recording software or hardware, maybe a microphone or two, and um, take some time to like research where I'm at. But next week we should have an episode, and then we'll we'll see where it goes from there. But I do have a new book, Unladylike, coming up for you guys, and hopefully I will be back in the Netherlands when that happens, because. I'm supposed to go back on the 12th, and I'm anxious. I'm an anxious little bug about that. So, I don't know what's happening. But I hope you guys are doing well, and I hope you guys say, stay safe. And I will talk to you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Mwah.